are now listening to the west side of T H A afterparty.com. Hey everybody, this is Perky of Perky Perspectives Radio Show. I want you to tune in with me every Sunday from 4 to 5 p.m. We'll be talking about ownership, black wealth, mental health, traveling, and of course creativity. So reach out to me. I'm here to uplift you. And I'm repping for the west side of the After Party Radio Show. Hey, everybody. This is Perky. Welcome back. It's 1027. That means my birthday was yesterday. Hey, she grown. She grown. Um, so, yeah, October is the best month to be born in ever. No argument needed. <laughs> uh, but no it's been it's been really good just chilling vibing it was definitely a different birthday it's definitely different from being a little kid when your birthday parties is filled with a whole bunch of people and a whole bunch of festivities and colors and music and cakes and presents 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 that definitely changes as you get older <laughs> now you get like a few people unless you're really popular or you famous or something like you know you got your core people that will really reach out to you and and be with you for your birthday so i definitely felt the difference um between turning 28 compared to turning like eight <laughs> but i appreciate it because i think as you get older you, it, it's unnecessary at least to me to be surrounded by a whole bunch of people like especially if they're not really there for me like i don't just need to be surrounded by strangers like i'd rather be surrounded by people that actually give a fuck about me so um that's that part so yeah but anyways, for anybody that's new or any people that's returning and want to be able to find me outside of Sundays at 4 p.m., you can also tune in to Perky Perspectives on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Patreon, Radio Public, ICN.DJ, did I say Spotify? And soon come in uh, Pandora as well. Please rate, comment, subscribe, especially on Apple Podcasts, because I specifically go in there and read the comments on my weekly podcast that I'm going to be getting back on really soon. So I would like to uplift you and your business. So definitely reach out to me on there. And I would like to shout you out. And if you're looking to be a guest or if you have a business that you want to promote or you, you have products or a sale, because I know Thanksgiving is coming up. Christmas is coming up, New Year's is coming up. So if you have any promos or anything like that that you want to put on the platform, you can email me at perkyperspectivespod at gmail.com. And you can also hit me up on Instagram at perkysexycool, and we could chat there. And for people who are wondering, like, what platform is she on right now? I'm on the After Party. So you can follow the After Party on Instagram. It's T-H-A, the um, so it's on Instagram, it's on Twitter, Facebook. I'm actually live right now on Facebook. I'm on Periscope too, so you can follow me on Periscope at Perky Perspectives. And I'm on Instagram live as well. So there's different ways to be seen and heard. And if you want to join the conversation, you can always call in at 213-270-1969. And again, that's 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, so 7 Eastern Time and whatever time central. So tune in and join the combo. But yeah, so back to me. 
and my birthday. <laughs> so it's Scorpio season for those of you who do not know. And right now, like, because Halloween is coming up and we in October, it's like real spiritual stuff happening right now. So I definitely tell everybody to like make sure you're protecting your energy make sure you're doing your affirmations you saging before you go outside if you have a cat make sure you keep your cat close because the spirits is out you see the weather is changing it's switching it's getting ready for halloween it's, it want to give you that spooky aura so i just say you know get you some rosemary put it by your door get you some sage sage it up and really pay attention to who you have around you because we're about to transition from fall to winter and that's already something right there. Like if you think about winter, you know, the the seasons are changing. All the plants are starting to shed their leaves and things are dying and going dormant and things like that. And I would just tell you, you know, just look at your relationships. Look at the people who you, who you have around you and really observe and decide if you need to have them by you. Because as we switch to this, because right after winter is spring. So spring is, you know, when life is born and stuff is coming into play and growing and things like that. So it's like now is the time to really deduce who you have by you and what you got going on. So that part, really pay attention. But Halloween is coming up. I actually was going to come up here with my, <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I was going to come up as, right? So I was going to come, I have this orange dress because all my life, I always wanted to be Tina Turner for Halloween. The I told y'all the Angela Bassett version, though, like the dark skin. But I told you that, right? <laughs> so I was going to come with my orange dress so I could look like I'm Tina Turner. And I was going to go get a wig. And it was my birthday. So my mom already bought me a birthday cake. So I was going to, like, smear some of the cake on my face and be like, <laughs> I was going to be like, Ike made me eat the cake, y'all. <laughs> I didn't feel like doing it. <laughs> I didn't feel like doing it. So I was like, maybe next time. I'll do it next time. I'll show out. But I'm excited to see what y'all decide to be for Halloween. Please send me y'all photos. I'll share it and uplift y'all in y'all Halloween costumes. Because I done seen already some, like, creative um, ideas. Like, some guy had the SpongeBob outfit on, and he had a sign in his hand that said, I, I'm going to head out. And he was, like, coming up out the seat. And I was like, see, that's creative. Like, that's cheap. You know, you don't need a lot just to be creative. Somebody else had, like, this really, they had, like, the scream tongue, you know, the one that, like, curve up. And they um, had their little church suit on. And then they had a name tag that said uh, Pastor, what's his name? Pastor uh, Wilson or whatever that, the one who was eating the girl out. Wilson, yeah, they had a Pastor Wilson, <laughs> and his shirt was, like, halfway tucked in, like, just foolish. People are foolish. So, I'm telling you, it, it don't take a lot of money to have a fun costume. So, I'm going to steal one of y'all ideas, probably, if I don't do the Tina Turner one. And just be reckless. Let's be reckless together. I think it's fun. Why not? Like, we're not little kids no more. We don't have to worry about people giving us stupid stuff in our candy. Now we just got to worry about affording a costume. And if you got some extra clothes in your closet, do it. Like, right now, you could say I'm from the 90s, you know. I'm from the rap group, somebody rap group, MC Light somebody, you know. <laughs> Make it work. Balling on a budget. But, yeah, so... That's happening. Halloween is coming up. And then for anybody that's in the L.A. area, I'm going to be at the Adult Swim Festival on November 15th. I love cartoons. I love Adult Swim. It's like my favorite thing ever. So I'm really excited. I was reading that they're going to do a lot. No. Is it a live reading or a premiere? I think they're going to be debuting an episode of Rick and Morty. 
And so I'm going to be sitting there. I'm going to be one of the first people to see it. Then they're also going to have performances and everything like that. So I'm super hyped to see that. So if anybody else is going to be out there, then come join me at the Adult Swim Festival. It's going to be, what's it? The Los Angeles Football Club. I think I think that's what it's called. In downtown, or not downtown, it's L.A., right behind USC on MLK and whatever cross street that is. MLK and what? Fig? Yeah, MLK and Fig. So join us there. It's going to be super fun. I'm saying us. It's just going to be me. I'm rolling by myself. <laughs> join me there. And, yeah, so if you have a business or anything like that, too, please send that to me. I love uplifting businesses like right now shoot i'll shout some people out right now shoot i don't have no guests with me right now so i'm wearing my friend's fanny pack is seven the brand if you follow me on instagram i'd love to share you his page it's seven with the seven for the v seven the brand uh we he does fanny packs he does shoes he designs clothing he designs whatever it is that you want designed so he has fabric everything like that so go check him out on instagram uplift his business he's from the dc area but he living in new york city right now i also am getting my pictures taken by my friend what's your thing mrcdz lens with a z or with a s with a z with the Z underscore, she's doing my pictures right now. She's done some of them before, too. If you see any of my photos with a yellow dress on there, I put some of those up there. So sh shout out to her. Book her. She's looking for some bookings. She does shows and everything. Um, right? Somebody on my Periscope talking, they say I look like um, a children of the 90s, salt and pepper mixed with early 2000s. Aaliyah, because the crop top, right? Exactly. They feel it. That's where I'm from. I'm the 90s. I should have worn my All That shirt, and then I could have been Ashley from All That. Dear Ashley, that's me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so send me anything. Uh, I'm going to be featuring two people's songs on my platform today as well. That will be a little bit later. So after you hear it, you can always call in. And, um, right, I just need a bucket hat. You can always call in and give your feedback on whether or not you want to hear more music from them, if you think they need to work on it, if you want to book them for a show or something, everything. Like, we we building businesses, right? 2020 is about to change everything for us. We're going to own everything. We're taking back our blocks. We're not letting just any old body come into our neighborhoods no more. We're not, we not happening. We're not happening. We're not letting that happen. Like, I'm, I'm done. I don't know if y'all done, but I was reading something on the Internet that was talking about how this lady contracted HIV at the nail shop. And I'm like, mm, see, that's because you got people in your neighborhood doing your nails that don't give a fuck about you. They're not cleaning their tools. They're not restocking anything. They're not cleaning nothing because they just don't care because they know that whatever quality they give you, you're going to come back. And I see that all the time. I see nail shops that don't even have proper, they don't even have the little seats. They just bring a little bucket with a little bag in it. They look like they barely even clean the floors or anything like that. And people still paying them, tipping them, doing all that. And they be cutting your cuticles, making you bleed and stuff. No, nah, I'm not doing all that. So we taking back the nail shops. We don't need liquor stores. We could call them corner stores or bodegas like they do in New York City. I think it's insulting for it to always be called like a liquor store. You know, like they have way more things in there. I was talking to a friend about that. It, let's call convenience store because it's convenient. Let's open up some more grocery stores. Shoot, yesterday, the Compton grocery store, the grocery outlet that was on my show last weekend, um, he had a taste of Compton in Compton, California. 
it was yesterday from 10 to 6 p.m. So I hope anybody that lived in the South Bay Area was able to make it and support the business. But even if you didn't get to go, you can always stop by his store. Um, like he was talking about, he has a lot of different type of healthy items. They have they just have a whole variety of things. So you can really go there and stock up. And then if there's anything that you don't see, then you can let him know. Like he's super friendly. And if you want to start your own grocery store, because there's a lot of food deserts and areas with people that look like us, you know, then you could talk to him. But you can also tune in and listen because he definitely explained how to do it <laughs> on the show last weekend. So you can watch that on YouTube. But, yeah, so we promoting black business. I was actually on Facebook today, too, and somebody was talking about how there's a lot of people that don't know about the Tulsa race riots that happened in the 1920s. So if you don't know, basically, we had our own black Wall Street. It was it started in like 19, I want to say 1907. And it made it into the 20s. But the reason why it ended was because it was right next to, is it Greenfield? Green, yeah, Greenwood or Greenfield, let me not lie, um, in Oklahoma. And the people that don't look like us, they was getting jealous because there was plenty of black entrepreneurs in the area. They owned the bus route. So they owned the bus, the buses, the bus route. They owned their own. It was about a couple people that owned their own planes. They, one of the doctors, his name was Dr. Barry. He owned, oh, he was the one who owned the buses, and he also was a doctor that averaged about, it was like 300 and something a day. And that was back then, <laughs> make it 300 and something dollars a day. And so it was like the money was circulated, and they said it took about a year for the money to even make it outside of their area because they had everything that they needed in the area. And so the people on the outside, they were getting jealous because they was like, it's soon after uh, slavery had ended, you know, it was after the reconstruction era and they were like, how are these people making it? So they got mad and they went and they basically burned it down and it was a huge riot and it, it basically ruined the people of the area. They wasn't able to recover right away. And even right now, if you look up Tulsa, they're putting out grants and stuff right now because they're trying to rebuild black wall street right now. So I would say if you do live in that area and you want to start a business, definitely go look in that area. Tulsa, Oklahoma, and see about starting a business. You drop. <laughs> um, yeah, the Gap Band, exactly. The Gap Band was, uh, the name of it came from, it's like some cross streets, the GAP, where it's like these three main streets in that area that came together, and the Gap Band named their group after that. So it's a lot of history. So I would definitely say for people who don't know, look it up, because you can't really, like, say you about black business and about black wall street if you don't know about the original black wall street and it's fine if you don't know but go look it up now there's no reason to not know past today <laughs> so go look it up and let's like continue to promote black business so if you have a business like i said send it to me and i would love to uplift you and so on that note i was speaking to oh okay wait hold on i'm reading my comments it says uh the local sheriff dropped bombs on it yeah they was dropping bombs in the area and this happens often they always come into our areas and they you know either they looking at us through the helicopters they shooting at us they dropping bombs on us they planting evidence on us so that they can set us up it's like all these different types of warfare that's coming at us and that takes me to the next topic so i was speaking to somebody that i know from new york and they were telling me that 
is this just happened um on i think friday there was a activist a brooklyn activist that got killed and so just so you know the story is on the new york times and it's basically called police involved shooting in brooklyn right if you just type in brooklyn activist killed at a nail salon then you'll find it and basically there was somebody that was I'm guessing homeless, but I don't know. He could have been on some drugs or something. He came into a nail shop in Brooklyn and started peeing in the middle of the nail shop. Don't make that face, Brittany. <laughs> he started peeing in the middle of the nail shop. And so the police was called. The police came, and they were about to arrest this man. And then this um, activist, so let me look up his name. This activist came in, and he, you know, he was trying to save him, I guess. He didn't want to see him get arrested. He didn't want to see him being wrongly convicted or anything like that this was straight in brownsville off the co corner of mother gaston and sutter i lived over here the gold mine nail salon this happened at 5 30 p.m two officers came in there to remove him and oh and the guy also had an outstanding warrant and then this activist uh came in and he tried to save him but what happened was he started fighting with the police officers and was whooping on them oh my god i was just talking about this like we are super strong like, if it wasn't for weapons, they would, <laughs> they would not be able to contain us at all. And so he came in there, and he started whooping on them. He gave a lot of them head injuries and things like that. So they basically shot him. And um, the person's name was Kwesi Ashun, and he died at the scene because the police, you know, they got embarrassed that they was getting they, they butts handed to them by somebody that didn't have a weapon. So they decided to shoot him. And then it ended up resulting in some rioting and protesting in the area. So um, I say all that to say we need to bring back the Black Panther Party. I'm making an announcement. I would, I, I'm part of the party. If y'all want to shoot, like, I'm with it. Because I feel like we we love the movie. We love the idea of Wakanda. We love the idea of isolating ourselves from everybody else so that we can be safe and protect ourselves. But then we don't do anything. We, we didn't isolate ourselves. We don't go and buy communities. We don't go buy neighborhoods and move everybody in there or start our own bus uh, bus system or train system or our own airline. Well, we do have some airlines, but our own airports and things like that. So it's just like when things happen like this to where we get assaulted, what are we supposed to do? Where can we go? Where do we seek haven? We don't have our own security guards. We don't have our own police. We don't have anything like that. And if the Amish can take themselves off the grid and separate from everybody else, then that means we could do it too. So I say all that to say, let's start back the Black Panther. Shoot, there's still Black Panthers alive today. Let's get them out of jail. Because <laughs> they've been in jail for like over 20 years, the ones that are still alive. Let's get them out. Let's look at the examples that we still have. Let's look at the history that they have. And we could build on it because a lot of them were a little misogynistic. So I'm not with that. I definitely want equality and for the women and the men to have the same footing in, the, in our group. But I do think that we need to have something again. And... I don't know who want to help me put it together, but we could do it. And we can use practices such as the restorative justice practice, which, you know, is built off of nonviolence, saying that everybody that's accountable in a situation that it doesn't even have to be violence. It's just, um, so I'll make an example. So if I stole from the corner store 
and wh whatever happened I just stole from the corner store they would involve everybody that has to do with me so the corner store owner, owner would be involved probably my parents or my friends like my accountability people would be involved and anybody that was negatively affected by me stealing from the store right and we would all sit around in a circle and we would talk about the incident we'll talk about what was going on with me that made me want to steal from the store the shop owner would talk about how he felt or she felt being stolen from and then everybody in the circle will work on a solution to to uplift me and to help me to do better, but also to help maybe the community get better, uh, cheaper or more for whatever resources from the corner store so that it all matches and it all flows. And so we end up working on the situation within our community rather than calling the police and involving outside people in there and then I end up going to jail and now I have a record now I can't own property later now I can't vote now I can't travel freely all because I stole from the store and you never know I might have had a baby and I couldn't afford to get the diapers and stuff like that to take care of my kids so I decided to steal so you it's, it's always something that leads to whatever the issue was. And so restorative justice is basically saying, like, let's break it down from within rather than letting some outside people come in. And so I'm with that. I think we need the Black, Party Pan uh, Black Panther Party and we need restorative justice circles. And I think we'll be good. We don't need the police to come in because they fear us. They don't. They, I seen a video on the internet of this white guy uh, hitting the police. He had some sort of weapon. He was hitting them. They was backing up like they were scared with their hands up. Man, let somebody of color do that. And they would have shot him before he could even get close enough to hold up the weapon. And it could have just been his phone or something. It may not even have been a weapon. So I'm not with them no more. I'm okay. I don't even like to call the police for some some good stuff like I see somebody something going on I'd be like mm, do I call because you never know how it's gonna end up and I don't think that's cool like there's a lot of people in our communities that they experience domestic violence or they experience you know things happening in their community and they would like help from the police but they don't trust them to actually protect them and to do the right thing so they don't call and then we end up getting in trouble because something happened they'd be like well why you didn't call the police like nigga like what you mean why <laughs> call the police <laughs> like they're not here for us so let's continue to build our own uh, communities so if you want to talk more about the restorative justice circles if you're in the new york area you can always uh, check out the center for justice i actually did my internship there it's at columbia university they do a beyond the bars conference every year the next one is going to be march 5th through the 8th and you'll be able to attend like the first one that I helped with, we had Michelle Alexander come and she was talking about the new Jim Crow. That was the book she had wrote at the time. And Fanya Davis was there, who was the sister of Angela Davis. And she does restorative justice. And that actually got started in Oakland. So it's plenty of examples, plenty of ways for you can join in and you can reach out and start something in your area. So, yeah, so that's March 5th through the 8th. And all this stuff will be in my notes on my show or on my show notes, like on my podcast and my YouTube platform. So, yeah, so from there, I want to go to the For Us segment and talk about these artists that sent my their music in. I want to uplift them. Perky Perspectives. Are you tired of working nine to five? Tired of making money for someone else? 
Feel like you went to school for how many years and only have debt to show for it. Ready to just run away to some island and call it quits? Talk, come talk to We trying to rebuild Black Wall Street. This is for us, by This is a radio show, <laughs> so that means we have the opportunity to actually play music on our platform, and for people that do have their music played on our platform, they also still get to experience the the music rights. I don't know what the, whatever codes that they got for music. <laughs> I, I do poetry. I don't do music, so I don't know what it is, but when you have your, your music registered um, through the system and it gets to get played on radio, Spotify, or any type of streaming um, services, it it will get the value. So here's the artist that I'm about to play. Hello. Can you hear me? Hear you. Speak up. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Patrick. Patrick. Is this Black Money Hustle, the group? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, just for everybody to know, Black Money Hustle, they come from California. They've been doing music for some years and they sent me some music because they wanted the opportunity for some other people to hear it. So how long have you guys been doing music? Well, I actually been doing music since 08, but I actually just started producing my own music in 2015. 2015. So 2008? Dang, it's been over 10 years. That's dope. So um, what do you feel like, how does music shape our culture, in y'all opinion? In my opinion, um... Well, without music, it wouldn't be, you know, that type of, I mean, I can say, like, without music, like, it wouldn't, it would be a disaster. Music influenced a lot of stuff. I mean, Right. So, it's four of you guys in your group, right? Yes. So, how'd you guys come together? To like, what made you guys start actually making music together? Couldn't hear you. Can you can you repeat that? I couldn't hear you. Oh, I was saying it's four of you guys in the group. Um, how did you guys like come together to start mu- making music? Well, I actually 
started it, so I just thought like the more I put everybody behind my uh, my platform, so I have some type of um, yeah support system basically. Okay, so it started with you guys making a support system, and then you guys realized y'all was actually good together. Yes. That's dope. Okay, so what's the song that we're about to play? Give us some background. Okay, well, the song that we're about to listen to is uh, called Difference, and it has me, J.O., which is the one that made the song, and T.Y.B. T.Y.B., okay. And what year was this song made? This song was made in 2019. And I think you was telling me a little bit about it. It happened kind of on accident, right? Like it was sporadic? Yes. You want to tell us a little bit about that before we play it? Yeah, uh, kind of like what inspired us to uh, do the uh, song is the tragic death of Nipsey Hussle. So, you know, we was all grieving that week about that. So, I mean, that turned the energy into the song, you know, and that was kind of like what made the song. Right. Okay. So, what's the name of it again, and where can people find you guys? Um, well, you can find me on SoundCloud at Chief Chi, together, no space. My Instagram is Sosa60s, that's S-O-S-2-A-6-0-S. And the name of the song is called Difference. It's Difference. featuring me and T-Y-B and J-O. Okay. All right. Thank you. And um, tune in so you can hear any feedback from the people that will call in. Okay. Thank I will. you. All right, so All right, now we're about you. to play different. Yeah. Shit is crazy in the field, nigga. Keep it real, though. Gotta get something off my chest. Y'all know what's up. Look at all this pain, you can see it in my eyes But I ain't giving up, I don't gotta compromise I ain't never been the type to settle for the less I wanna make history like I was Malcolm X Exercise a voice that the people created So I gotta keep a whole distance from that hatred It's a cold world, keep it real with the fucking game The streets don't let you, they'll take everything First we buried Jesse, then they killed LJ And now they took the block of our generation, it's crazy But it's deeper than you think though Imagine if we all made it out this cold dream When Samaja and Sador was around We would stick, nigga, yeah Shit really went down When Eddie Boy had that white beard with no tint We used to go out and represent This cold shit Running and moving like an OG Chasing after paper got me feeling like Put up on the gas while I'm here Speeding through reality, stop light And I'ma drop these bands low-key on a Billy Coop drifting all white Can't ride, can't ride We all gotta struggle, yeah, in this world with a dollar and dream Focused up on my goal, man, I gotta get cream Represent where I'm from, in the back is my team Ballin' with no fouls, what the fuck is the range, you see? See, most niggas in the game get marked out Them be the same old niggas hanging out your mama house I been exactly through poverty, I gotta make it out 
Official business with the strip and that's without a doubt Kerosene flow, now watch it catch fire These little niggas my children, I hand them a pacifier I'ma ride for my niggas, that's without the tires You better not be out here lacking, you gotta keep a piper I'm going hard off the brain, this is not a cipher I got the heart of a tiger, heart of a rider I got the heart of a hustler, heart of a G I'm pushing neighborhood trip to the death of me Black Lives Matter acronym, but um, BMH, I really, I really do hear the influence by Nipsey. I, I see what they're talking about when they say that, and that does hit me because I mean, for anybody that was in LA, but I think the whole nation, honestly. Oh, for anybody that was in LA, <laughs> I think you guys know what they're talking about when they saying that. Like, we actually needed to like mourn the loss and more what was going on because it just felt like very overwhelming um with what was going on so i definitely hear that in the song and i appreciate you guys for sending that in so if there's anybody that wants to call in and give any feedback on how they feel about the music about their sound if you want to do any collaborations with them um call in 213-270-1969 and let me know. I can make the connection for y'all if you didn't get to hear them when they said their um their ads on Instagram and social media. But yeah, so that's that music. And then the next song that I have coming up is by Money Meach. Uh, his Instagram is money underscore Meach. That's M E A C H. His website is moneymeach.com, and the song that I'm gonna play by him is called Cover Art. And he's actually coming from the other coast the east coast but i think he's in down south right now in atlanta so you do not have to be in california to send me your music i will play anybody's music i love to uplift everybody so as long as it's it's good don't be sending me nothing you made in your basement and it don't and it sound like it was made in the basement like at least get it mixed and mastered you know what i mean <laughs> but yeah so now we about to play money meets cover art turn me up it's a message and all of this shit, nigga. I'ma just run me a bag up, pull her right off in a foreign car. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover. Look at the pick on my cover. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover. Shorty, she come with her clothes off. Pop me a perky, no hoes boss. Drinking this right out of those stores. And I'm getting this money, I told y'all. Threw me a charm 
bars on my notepad. Tell the truth to my fans, nigga. A and R's, I want a whole bag. Me and all of my mans, nigga. Better watch you tweeting about sending threats on the internet. Better talk to your rap artists and getting right or getting left. Remember days I ain't had shit. Now I'm burning down sex fifths. 20 grand in the mattress. Get it lit like matches. Told Shorty I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover art. Never cared about how they felt. And that hate on the shoulder, I dusted it off. How about you run me a bag up? Pull up right off in a far car. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover art. Look at the pick on my cover art. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover art. Had some problems at the fall back. On the music, getting back to it. Took a loss, so I bounced back. And I put it in the rap music. A lot of niggas front for a track. Homie, you ain't never so dope. In the trap on a night shift. I had to wait till the scale broke. Every time you see a nigga out, do the drip like I'm from the south. Drop cash for a summer house. And that money never running out. Chop a tear, nigga, stomach out. Money counter, go count it all. Put the bag on the nigga head. Like they got him for a murder charge. Winning time in a sports car. I'ma pull it to the sports bar. Selling crack in a courtyard. Jews hit when the lights off. And I'm in it for a bigger check. You sending threats on the internet. Still balling with a minute left. I bought a chopper, nigga, in the vest. Why would you run me a bag up? Pull up right off in a far car. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover off. Look at the pick on my cover art. Shorty, she know I'm the real deal. Look at the pick on my cover art. Shout out to Money Meach. Again, that's at Money underscore Meach. If you want to comment on any of these. Oh, that was cover art, by the way. If you want to comment on any of these songs that I just played, you want to let us know how you feel about it. If you want to hear it again, you want to do a collaboration with these artists, you know, definitely reach out to them. You know, I think it's a it's it's we're in a like type phase to where. We need to collab more with each other rather than just worrying about, oh, I need to do a song with Lizzo or I need to do a song with Nicki Minaj or something like that in order to be put on. Like, if you're just genuine about your craft, then you're going to end up getting to the point where you need to get to. You just have to be genuine. You have to be diligent. And network, for real, network. Don't be afraid to talk to somebody. Don't be afraid to send people your music or your craft in order to do some collaborations. You know, that's how you get out there. But I will say, don't just reach out to people if you're not ready. Like, have a few people listen to your music first and have them let you know, like, if it sounds good or if you need to add something to it or whatever. Because you don't want to embarrass yourself and send your music to Plies and then Plies go on live and start talking crap about you. Like, then you're going to be embarrassed. Let's not do that. <laughs> so I would just say, like, be serious about your craft. Put real energy into it and make sure you talk to other people because that's how you really going to get up there. Like I reached out to Money Meach and actually we spoke a few times. The first time we talked was on the phone and he was super friendly and was like, oh, I'm super down to do 
whatever project we was talking I think it was a film project it wasn't even on music and he was like I'm down just let me know and I ended up not doing that project so I felt bad I didn't want to reach out again but I was like man forget it I'm gonna just reach out and see where it goes he sent me his music he told me we can collab on some music because now I'm venturing off into the music world and so he was like we can do collabs and everything and he has a, a big platform and he's willing to bring me onto his platform and so it's but it's collaboration you know I brought him onto mine he's willing to bring me onto his and that's how you work if you don't have money some people think oh I have to have like five thousand ten thousand dollars or whatever before I get started and sometimes that's true depending on what it is you're trying to do but if it's just something like your craft your music then just reach out to people and just see because if you have something to give them then you know you guys can do like a mutual swap it doesn't have to just be a one-way street that's what a lot of people don't want to do they don't want to do one-sided deals they want to see where it's going to benefit them as well so definitely make sure you got your stuff together know know what you're good at and put yourself out there so yeah shout outs to them and um so we got a few more minutes left oh Oh, I forgot to talk about something, y'all. Let me back up real quick. So y'all know I mentioned that it's, it was my birthday yesterday, right? So the reason why I brought that up twice was, because, <laughs> one, because I want y'all to send me gifts. My cash app is Perky Perspectives. No, <laughs> no just kidding. Just kidding, but for real. No. <laughs> but no, I said that because I got hit on the other day by this man that's older than me, right? And this has been happening for a really long time. Like, I've been getting hit on by older men way more, it feels like, than men that are actually my age since I was about 17. And y'all see how I look now. I told y'all I'm 28, but I get told, depending on how my hair is, depending on how I'm dressed, sometimes I get told that I look like I'm 16. Sometimes I get told that I'm 21. At least that's a legal age, you know, but it varies. So I'm like, I know I look young. And the people that hit on me the most are older men. And so I just wanted to put that out there to just put, you know, ladies, you know, or anybody that dates men and you get hit on by older older men or even men that get hit on by older women. How does that make y'all feel? Because for me, I be feeling like, Ugh. like, why do you like me for real? And then they had a nurse to be like, how old are you? Oh, now you care? You done asked to take me out. You done asked to do X, Y, and Z All right, Now you want to know my age? Like, do you even care? <laughs> I remember one time this guy was just like, oh, baby, I'll give you whatever you want, and I'll do this and that. You just got to give me some stuff. And I'm like, first of all, you look old enough to be past my daddy's age, and I'm not interested. So protect your daughters for one um let them know that not all attention is good attention because some women you know they just like the feeling of being hit on I'm okay with that no I'm all right if if you passed a certain age and I'm not even I don't know if definitely if you in my daddy bracket I'm okay because <laughs> that's gross to me like and I don't even know how men are okay with that I have friends and I know people that have parents that are with younger people and they have kids around the age of the people that they're dating. And I'm like, how are you okay with dating somebody that's your daughter's age? Could have went to school with your daughter. Like, did the same activities. They can talk and relate more than you can even relate to them. And I just don't understand it. So I definitely say hold these people accountable and protect your children. Because there's a lot of little uh, perversions out there. Okay? So that's that. And now we can go into the golden keys. <laughs> Eat a lot, eat a lot, eat a lot.
Okay, so I like to always give some little financial tips or business tips, basically the golden keys, so that people that are looking to uplift themselves, their business, their community, or just make a switch with their finances and, and do a little bit better, do a little bit, um, be yeah, do a little bit better, basically. Um, so today what I want to talk about is finding a mentor. Because we talk about investing, we talk about starting a business, and sometimes we say it as if it's really easy. Because, you know, when you start a business and you're on the other side, then you start to feel like it's a little bit easier because you're already doing it. But there's a lot of people that don't do things because they just don't know where to start. And that's fine. But don't let that be the reason why you really don't move forward. So if you need a mentor, one of the easiest ways to find one is to go online. You can go to SCORE, and I believe it's SCORE.org, and you can find your own mentor, and you can set up a few sessions with them that's for free. You don't even have to pay for it. You guys can FaceTime. Like, I know I had one, and we FaceTime once a week, and he gave me, like, he taught me how to do a business one sheet, and he taught me how to, like, you know, just have one central focus so that when people try to find me, they know how to come to one page and all these different things. He broke down everything for my specific needs, and he did that for free. And then if I wanted to continue, then, you know, I could book in a different way. But it was like a, maybe a month work, worth of help for free. So score.org is always an example. If you're in the L.A. area, there's a spot called Vermont and Vermont and um, – Shoot, it's V-S-E-D-C. Um, and basically, V-S-E-D-C.com. I forget. I feel like it's Vermont and Slauson. And they come together and they have workshops for people. They do meetups and they put out stuff on their Instagram page that really just talks about business and how you can get started. Working on your elevator pitch, that's the upcoming workshop that's coming soon. I think it's in November, November 9th, I believe. So go check them out on Instagram and their website, V-S-E-D-C. And other than that, just go look for it. Go look for podcasts that talk about the business you like, wholesaling, real estate, um, do, starting music, starting a business, whatever it is. Just go look it up. Search for people on social media. If there's any influencers that you really like and you want to collab with or you like what they do and you, you want to know how they learned to do what they do, you just message them. A lot of the times they'll be like, yeah, I learned because I follow this person or you know I went to this workshop and it really helped me or I go to conferences whatever it is just reach out to people networking is always important and then at the bare minimum get a meetup account go on meetup.com look up the genre that you are whether it's filmmaking you can look up filmmaking and they have groups on how to start filmmaking or how to scout and find locations or whatever it is and just start don't be the reason why you don't become successful like, at least at least you could say, oh, I started and I didn't have enough money. Or, oh, I started and I couldn't find a location or whatever. But don't never start <laughs> because what's the point of that? Just having a dream unfulfilled? I don't want that. I'd rather have a million dreams and I try all one million of them and all of them fail rather than me doing none of them and never knowing if I could have been successful or not. So that's the golden keys. Find you a mentor. It's always a good start. Oh, and then I forgot. Talk to people in your neighborhood. I have like about five mentors that I've met in my neighborhoods and they're amazing, especially older people. Y'all be sleeping on the older people. Talk to your elders. They know a whole bunch of stuff and a lot of them just like to talk. 
<laughs> they'll be willing to tell you everything almost because they just like the company, you know. So talk to your elders, get linked. They all got grandkids and nieces and nephews or somebody that used to work with them or people from their old jobs that they would love to connect you to. All you got to do is put yourself out there. So those are the golden keys. And that's the show. Send me some money. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, uh, follow me on Instagram, Perky Sexy Cool. Follow the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, ICN.DJ, Spotify. S- uh, subscribe, rate, comment. Also, follow The After Party because we on the west side, always live. And you can follow them on IG and Twitter at The After Party. And next time, call in. I love when I get my callers. It's way more interactive and fun. The number for that is 213-270-1969. And thank you for tuning in. Bling bling, then I saw them. That's the-